Hello and welcome to Leviathan News. It is a beautiful Valentine's Day. I hope everyone got flowers, chocolates, their significant others. If you didn't, you're going to be in the doghouse. So maybe if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't thought about it yet, you should go out and do it. Uh, I definitely did. Save uh, yourself, guys. Save, save yourself. I want to go. I want to get those good boy points. You know. So. <laughs> points again? You're doing, you're doing that for points as well, man. <laughs> I I trust that DeFi Advisor has his uh, on delivery. They're on the way. So to me. <laughs> of course, of course, naturally, naturally. Started uh, started sending them about three weeks ago to make sure they they arrive on time on at Texas. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they'll be very fresh. <laughs> Uh, so I'm Sam McCullough. I'm one of the hosts, and I'm also joined by DeFi Advisor, my co-host. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Happy Valentine's Day, man. An honor to say it to you. <laughs> uh, maybe we should have like a pink background today. But uh, <laughs> we are also joined uh, by the Indomitable Crypto Vester. And uh, how are you doing, guys? What's up, sir? Thank you for having, having me. And also KMATS. Howdy, folks. What's going on? Both members of the uh, A team at Aladdin DAO, and they... I'd say I'd say that I'm one as well on that one. Oh, three members of the A team here today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're outnumbered here, buddy. <laughs> Welcome to the A team show, everybody. We're we're happy to be here and have Sam as our guest. Yeah. <laughs> Taking over the Leviathan uh, the Leviathan stream, an inside job. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when a plan comes together. Yes, um, Hannibal. <laughs> We're dating ourselves, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Uh, but I hope the all three of you um, are doing well today on this wonderful Valentine's Day. Actually, do you know where Valentine's Day came from? Like, why we celebrate it? Must be something to do with like a saint. Because they need to sell a lot of chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, St. Valentine's, uh, you know, is a Catholic saint, obviously, but uh, I, I'm not quite certain of the significance of his sainthood, so can't say anything to that. I know. I should actually look that up today. My, my kid was asking me about it today. That's the only reason I asked. She was like, why do we celebrate Valentine's Day? And I was like, I, ah, I thought you were going to tell us why. I don't know. I mean, like, I, 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 I don't want to kind of like leave it to the chocolate industrial complex, but you didn't you didn't like tell her it was like stark airdrop day <laughs> it is Starknet airdrop day did you guys check did you get anything i i checked oh. i think i'm gonna get what? something it's Starknet. it's yeah. Starknet airdrop day <laughs> daily right it oh is. my gosh yes yeah. did you guys get did you guys get anything what did you what what, what was uh, the the criteria oh gosh they had a bunch of stuff <laughs> yeah it was a bunch of stuff uh, I think you had to like, I think the cutoff date was back in November, uh, actually. So if you had made a couple of transactions on StarkNet or you had been essentially working with the ecosystem, I think you're eligible. Um, yeah. It, yeah. And, and it's, it's an interesting airdrop because they actually like took a snapshot of over a year and a half ago of people that were staking at the merge. Um, which which I happen to be doing at the time, and so because I have never interacted wow. with Starknet before, and so I apparently I'm getting an airdrop for that. So very exciting. I expect. Wait, does it go to uh, LSD holders as well too? I, I believe so. Yeah, it goes to the to the node operator or to to whoever you know had the deposit address on the Beacon Chain. So I'm sure Lido's getting some. I don't know how they're yeah, distributing. Sam is trying to think back, like what he what he was doing yeah. like months ago. <laughs> uh, so apparently, like fifty one percent of the airdrop goes to users who made more than five transactions on Starknet prior to November fifteenth, had been active for at least three months, and then transacted at least a hundred dollars in volume, and had at least point uh, zero zero five ETH in their account on November fifteenth. So they'll get anywhere between 500 to 10,000 Stark. Uh, the Stark X users uh, will get it. So if you use like DYDX or Immutable X, RhinoFi, SoRare, uh, you'll get 111 Stark. And uh, also some community members as well, too, are going to get some, and then developers as well. So Pretty cool. Happy Valentine's, everybody. There and then. Go. And then also the Ethereum community gets some. So anybody that was running a 
a node back uh, at the merge. It's going to get one solo stakers. So staking pools and then also solo stakers get one. They're going to give some out to Ethereum developers. And yeah, looks pretty good. Very exciting. So probably a lot of older Lido stakers at the time probably will get something. That's pretty cool. So, but we're not here to talk about Starknet today, even though it's free money. Uh, we're about to talk about real money, which is FXUSD, which is the latest product from Aladdin now. That's right. Yeah. And actually, I want to I want to correct your your title that you have there where it says how FXUSD scales to a billion with KMets and CryptoVestor. It's actually how FXUSD scales to a quadrillion there we go. with KMets and, and CryptoVestor because <laughs> yes. uh, we have we have exceptionally ambitious plans for for FXUSD and I'll, I'll kind of give uh, a very brief, uh, broad overview, and then maybe CryptoVestor, you can kind of like uh, jump on the sure. back and kind of fill in some details. But uh, you yeah, see so why I like these guys, Sam? You see why I like these guys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so FXUSD is um, uh, the newest product offering from Aladdin's uh, FX protocol. And, uh, you know, uh, we've, we've launched FX protocol. It's been very successful so far with uh, 25 million, over $25 million in TVL, um, our, our initial product, products were um, FETH and XETH, sort of a sort of proof of concept uh, of products to um, basically launch a, a, a novel new uh, stablecoin product with, with FETH and then um, also a, a novel um, sort of leveraged ETH product, XETH. And so, um, you know, these have been very successful, uh, adopted within the community, starting to get integrations within uh, DeFi. Uh, and so we've been re really happy with it. We've got some some pretty um, powerful partnerships that we've we've worked with, um, with with Lido and with Frax and uh, several others as well that will be coming on board as as we launch FXUSD. Um, unlike uh, FETH, FXUSD is going to be a dollar peg stablecoin, and FXUSD's kind of killer app is that it allows for um, really any yield bearing tokens to be integrated into the protocol and have sort of a, a stable coin uh, der derivative. And so um, we'll, we're, we're starting off, you know, any uh, yield bearing token, any yield bearing token. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're starting off obviously with the most powerful LSDs with a, you know, good uh, you know, lots of liquidity and, uh, you know, uh, powerful mechanisms to sort of monitor the price with, with the oracles or curve in G pools. And so, uh, you know, the rollout's going to be, going to be staged but uh but yeah it's basically just going to be sort of a, a basket of lsds behind it uh you know ultimately and so um but uh but yeah i mean you know and and then you know we'll obviously have like farming products as well where any yield bearing products can be involved as well but fxusd is very exciting um you know you can you can with all your fingers and toes you can basically count the number of days to uh, to launch and so um we'll be having an article coming out here in the not too distant future kind of talking about seeding uh, for for the um, to, to to launch it so, so that we have enough TVL to to you know have a a good viable launch and make sure that everybody has a good experience minting uh, F and X tokens as well. So um, so very they, exciting and yeah. We, so go we, ahead. We we had you guys back on I think a couple of months ago talking about the original uh, app, like it wasn't really like a stable coin, but it was a somewhat stable coin uh, with uh, the F of X protocol. Yeah, yeah FETH, right? So mm -hmm. FETH has 10% of the volatility that ETH has. Uh, and the other 90% goes into the XETH token. So like, what was the decision that you guys made to actually bring it back down to zero and make a, a fully stable stable coin? Yeah, I mean, um, so FETH has worked out really well. And, you know, uh, you know, especially with folks that are sort of like ETH maxis, you know, decentralization maxis. Um, with integrating other LSDs into the protocol, you know, if we, if we sort of like kept that sort of 10% price movement, you know, it'd be like, well, you get a stable coin and you get a stable coin and you get a stable coin and you get a stable coin. And so you just have like tons of these F tokens, right. For these various different LSDs. Um, it made a lot of sense to just integrate them all into one, uh, uh, uh stable token. And um, integrating, you know, sort of a, a dollar peg stable coin, you know, it gets us sort of like that immediate adoption uh, into DeFi, uh, you know, a product market fit, user uh, adoption. 
and, um, and, and just sort of simplicity of use as, as well. And so FETH, we're still really proud of. It's still been a fantastic product uh, and, and, and has worked, you know, uh, flawlessly really since day one. And so that's, you know, our two, our two main, uh, you know, stablecoin products are going to always be FETH and, uh, FXUSD. And so, um, so FXUSD is, is basically going to serve as sort of like, kind of like the, the mass market, sort of like, you know, all these, uh, you know, large LSDs will, will funnel into it. And so that's, that's sort of like the, the, the reasoning behind that. Hmm. And just just so to, to kind of tag along on that, like FXUSD has some really unique features. You know, it's it's really going to be one of the only decentralized stablecoins that, when staked, is going to earn that underlying Ethereum staking yield, and um, it's even going to be amplified more because you have the two token design. You have the X token, which gives up that yield, similar to the way Frax works with the two token design. So. All of that yield that the X token holders give up goes to the uh, FXUSD stakers. So now you have a, a bigger, a higher APY in that rebalance pool. And then on top of that, you have gauge emissions. You have FXN gauges. So you know people like Frax and Sam can go ahead and vote with their CDX, or they can you know there will be a bribe market that will push those APYs even higher. And then on top of that, as FXUSD is used throughout DeFi, like if it's in a curve pool with Frax, like paired against Frax BP, or maybe something like PYUSD, as those as uh, that token, as the stablecoin is used, it's out of the rebalance pool, and the rebalance pool APY even goes higher. So it incentivizes more minting, more uh, Frax ETH minting, and state of uh, Lido state ETH minting as well. So it's it's a very unique system and a very unique peg mechanism as well. So it was very you know novel at the get go. That, you know, that's why we thought it made sense. And then on top of that, it also makes sense from a, you know a pairing perspective, right? You can pair with any stablecoin, which which drives more demand for the LSDs, the underlying backing. Yeah, yeah. So just for so everybody knows, there's like two components here. There's the people who essentially want to. Uh, take leverage, and that's done through the X tokens. And then there's other people who just want to uh, take the stable output. Uh, so if you think the ETH is going to go up in the long term or medium term, uh, you can take a bet on the X tokens. Right. <clears throat> and if you think that uh, it's going to crap for a long time, you can just move into the FXUSD or the other FE tokens, and those allow you to collect the yield that the X tokens give up. So Exactly. Um, yeah. So there, there's always a balance, right? So as as people shift from the either FXUSD or FETH into XUSD, it, it changes the amount of uh, leverage on each side. So the more people that pile into XUSD, uh, the the less leverage there is that's going to be as as things goes up. Uh, and then uh, the more yield there's actually going to be for the FXUSD or FETH holders for the stable holders. Yeah, and, and just to kind of uh, you know piggyback on that, uh, uh, and that was a fantastic description, Sam. Yeah, I mean, welcome aboard to the A team. You're doing great. Uh, that's why he's a booster, right? That's right. He's, yeah, he's honest. nailing it. <sighs> he's, he's the yeah. best. He's the best, honestly. honestly. Um, you know, as we launch FXUSD, we'll also be launching our gauge structure uh, for FX protocol, and our our gauges are going to be unique because they'll they'll be dual gauges. They'll be going to both the rebalance pools, and then we'll also have gauges that will go towards the um, uh, curve pools, the LPs. And so um, it'll be very interesting to see because uh, some protocols will, that are like LSDs, like say uh, Frax, will be able to incentivize not only um, their rebalance pool, which will kind of amp up the return on that with FXN token emissions. They'll also be able to you know, amp up sort of like um, the FX uh, uh, USD Frax base pool as well. And so, um, you know, crypto investor can talk a little bit about how, how that's like very significant for other stablecoin providers within the space. Yeah, because uh, as stablecoins pair with FXUSD, again, they're amplifying. For example, Frax, for example, they can, they can vote with their CVX right to send to send emissions fxn emissions to the rebalance pool so the apy will be additionally higher um, i i actually feel it, it's not done yet but i feel like uh 
the LSDs APYs are going to be highest in all of DeFi. They're going to be highest in the FX uh, platform. And so, and because of this reason, because, you know, let's take Frax as an example, since that's close to everybody's heart here. Um, Sam can go ahead and Frax can go ahead and, you know, vote with their CVX and send emissions, FXN emissions, and then they can also bribe on top of that, you know, and then if they pair, which I think that's part of the plan, they pair with the Frax VP, um, they are in, in essence taking supply out of uh, the uh, FX USD supply out of the system and into DeFi, also amping up their APY. So it's very, very highly efficient for an LSD to use this platform. And so it's very symbiotic for LSDs to work with FXUSD and with FX and to get their LSD on the platform, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and even just for the, the, the curve LPs themselves, you know, uh, obviously the, the emissions for FXN will be going, you know, live yeah. with, the, with the gauges. And so like if you have a, a curve LP, you'll be incentivized not just with CRV emissions, but also with FXN emissions. Correct. So this is and like something else that's cool, which I know it. We, we talk a lot about about the about FXUSD and about all of these different features, but we don't really hone in on some of these like kind of what I would call more advanced features. But one thing that I think is really impressive is the way, um, and this was partially because of uh, the interaction with Cyril, who's uh, another community booster. You know, the integration with CowSwap and um, aggregators in general into direct, directly integrated to direct mint um, FXUSD right from the platform. So when you're doing a swap on CowSwap or you know any of these aggregators, one inch or whatever, you're basically minting directly from the system. Wow, that's so that cool. Is, that's like very, very huge because FX and FXUSD doesn't really need a curve pool. You need to let that sink in. It, it doesn't really need one. We're going to have them. We're going to have pairings. But in essence, what FXUSD is, is doing is it's basically, you know, taking the underlying asset, the, the Frax ETH or the uh, staked ETH from Lido, and it's basically liquid with every single asset in DeFi automatically because it's using those current deep pools to, to get its liquidity. Hmm. So when cow swap, when you do a swap on, say, say you have 10 ETH and you're swapping and you want, uh, you know, whatever that value uh, is in FX USD, it's going into the back end of FX. It's minting that FX USD directly. You understand? And so, and, and then when that FX USD is swapped for say ETH again, it's basically taking the underlying asset staked ETH and swapping back to ETH. So it doesn't really need, we don't really need to build these huge curve pools like Frax does with bribing and AMOs. And it, it, it's a very unique model, very unique system. I don't know if you want to elaborate a little bit, K-Mets, kind of my two-second two, two version of it. Yeah, uh, and that's, you know, uh, there's, there's just a lot of ways that, that FXUSD can be integrated into DeFi. And that's sort of like why we have such grand ambitions for it and uh we're excited to to roll it out here in the next couple weeks um you know as i say it'll, it'll be you know sort of a a, a a very carefully you know incubated launched uh protocol mainly just because we, ha we have to make sure that we have enough f and x tokens to stabilize the system so uh we'll be having a seeding event for that that'll be coming out here in the near future um, we'll have an article coming out that, that so folks want to uh, get in and uh, really get some amped up uh, FXN rewards for participating. They can do that through our our seating event, and uh, so we're, we're looking forward to it. I mean, you can you can count the the, the number of days here soon. You know, before uh, St. Patrick's Day for sure, uh, and so uh, so there you go. So from one from one St. Holiday to another, uh, we're between in between the two, we're going to have uh, you know our our FXUSD launch. Yeah, it's actually, I like the the non-dependency on third-party LPs to right. provide liquidity, right? I think that's really important because like when you're bootstrapping a brand new stable coin, the hardest right. part is actually how do you build that liquidity for people to swap in and out of? Exactly. Yeah. But what we're, what we're relying on is we're relying on Frax to bribe their pool 
and to keep the deep liquidity in their pool and Lido, because we know they're going to maintain those pools and those pools are always going to be deep. And so all we need to do, and I say we like, you know, I'm just being very metaphoric, but all it's we, we it's we, you're right. All we're doing is basically taking the liquidity from that pool and, and minting FXUSD right from the Frax pool, uh, Frax ETH pool, and doing the same thing with the Lido pool as well. And so because we don't have that liquidity cost, there's no bribing cost, there's none of that. You know, it, it basically is as deep as the, the uh, ETH LSD's pools are, is as deep as FXUSD will be, basically. If it, you know. <clears throat> yeah, so there's immediate liquidity all the time at whatever the, exactly. the redeem price is. And, and whoever uh, is paired with the ETH LSDs is automatically a quick route for FXUSD. Does that make does sense? This, yeah. So like this what, also uh, so okay. like if you don't have to if you don't have to pair with stables, like what, what will the pairings be? I mean, I know you are going to pair with stables, but uh, is, is the We're idea strategically pick those because whoever will co incentivize and whoever will take it is always good for us to pair with stables because we want to have some curve liquidity as well. Right. So that in case there's the system is down or in case there's it's bogged down or whatever or slippage reasons, we want to have some liquidity on curve. But the main reason to have that liquidity is to really have utilization outside of the FX system and to keep the APYs high in the rebalance pools. Yeah. So it's, it's a much different system than everyone else that's doing a stable. How does this uh, different system, uh, by the way, uh, guys, actually... Uh... Ben benefits a few FXUSD and uni uh, and makes it unique as a token. Like for example, on the peg aspect, I'm pretty. I'm guessing that what you guys have been describing uh, should have some impact on uh, maintaining the the peg, for example, right? Yeah, well, it's, that's kind of like one of the great things about this system is because, um, especially with the launch of, of FETH, right? It 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 was launched where it's it's pegged to 10% of the price movements, right? And it is yeah. like dead on, you know, 10, yeah. 10%, we just code it in. And, and what you do, basically, you, you shift the stability from, um, you know, trying to maintain PEG to trying to maintain system solvency with the with the X tokens, right? And so obviously, with the collateral ratio, and then you have this to balance this, the stability pools, which help, you know, scale the system up and down so that that PEG always maintain, right? I mean, the only issue you would ever have is if, um, you know, you run out of X tokens, right? Um, same thing with FXUSD, except we just set the beta to zero. zero. So, there's, so there's zero exposure to uh, ETH price. And so you just you just plug that in. And so what that does uh, from a system-wide uh, sort of stability standpoint is it ups the collateral ratio necessary for stability mode to come in from 130% to 133%. So it just it makes some minor modifications in that regard. So uh, stability mode would be activated a little bit sooner uh, than sort of FE. But other than that, it's very minor. Um, the peg will always be at a dollar so long as the system is, um, you know, functioning correctly and there's there's X tokens in the system. So uh, it's really sort of a, you know, having to worry about the peg is really not a big issue. The only time you would ever have to worry about that is if sort of like, uh, you know, the, the entirety of DeFi was, <laughs> was exploding. Right. Uh, so I want to bring up the Dune dashboard for y'all. And uh, <clears throat> here we can see how the price has performed over the past time. I think the last time we had you guys on, the XETH price was probably near bottoms. I think we were talking about like, oh, hey, it's it's like really low right now. There'd been a sell-off in, in ETH. And I believe this was back in, let me just hover over this. Yeah, this was back in like November yeah. when we last I talked remember. about this. Why is Sam bringing up just the bad times. Why? Is well, it was good because, like, since then, it's Valentine's Day, sir. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> the the XETH price since then has essentially tripled, uh, almost. So at, at that time, I think we, I, I think I remember it was around like the sixty cents for XETH, and now it's trading upwards of like the dollar fifty three. Uh, I think the more important chart to look at is just the the TVL that's come in. So you know, at the time. Uh, we spoke last back in December. You guys had about five million in the treasury. Now that's on this like upward growth 
you guys are about up to 20 million in the treasury and it's really interesting to see the the splits and how it's pretty well maintained between xeth and and feth that ratio how is that done by the way how is that done like uh... what do you mean DeFi advisor how uh, how do uh, how is such a balance uh, between FEAT and exit uh, maintained or incentivized? Uh, well, it's uh, just that you know, like as again, like as it goes back and forth, right? So as there's more, as the collateral ratio changes, so if there's if there's le less exit in the system, uh, then the leverage increases. So you can actually get more leverage at the time, right. and as the exit ratio increases, then you get less leverage. So. Um, you know, back at the time, we were looking at a collateral ratio of like 140, which is quite low at the time. Uh, I think that would move towards the, the rebalancing at the time. Uh, and now we're back up to collateral ratio of 187%. So <clears throat> it's really cool now to imagine see. Sam, imagine, Sam, a, a situation where now, you know, uh, Frax starts voting for the emissions into the rebalance pool and uh, bribes start coming in from different uh, LSDs. Then what you have is a higher APY on the rebalance pool, everybody depositing there, holding their stables there, earning yield. And then that pushes the XETH uh, leverage up, which creates demand for XETH, mm -hmm. for the X token, I should say, for, for FXUSD, mm -hmm. where there's various X tokens. Yeah, there's a reason why our logo is a yin and a yang, because the <laughs> two uh, feed into each other, right? They they. What well, the one one helps bump up the leverage. The F token helps bump up the leverage for the X, and uh, the X you know helps protect the um, the F token and also provide more yield in the rebalance pool. So, it's it's been you know obviously as you can tell from the chart. And by the way, big shout out to Diligent Deer for this uh, Dune dashboard. Yeah, this is fantastic dashboard. Um, but obviously, as you could tell, yeah, growth is it's just been straight up. It's been number go up ever since launch, and so we're we're really excited about it. And we hope that you know, like I say, once we hit a quadrillion dollars, we'll call it. We'll 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 raise the mission accomplished banner. Yeah, and you know, people take both sides because you know a lot of people want leverage, and then a lot of people also just want to be earning yield. And so, uh, there's actually two ways to do that. You can put your FETH and soon to be XETH in either of the rebalance pools. Uh, there's one that redeems into into Steth, uh, and then there's one that redeems into XETH. So you have a choice. So uh, you can. I, I kind of like the XETH rebalance pool, honestly, because me too. Because that means that your re, like the rebalances always happen when prices are dropping, and the collateral collateral ratio is getting higher, and the leverage is getting higher. So you're in, you're essentially taking a long position with XETH as prices are dropping. So you're At almost like buying point. exactly. Yeah. You're like buying the dip, and yeah. you're getting paid twenty two percent for that as well too. To do it. Well, and and that xeth rebalance pool also because you're minting directly into xeth you are directly minting into system stability uh when you redeem back to steeth you're just helping sort of like scale the system down when you're minting into xeth you are helping uh you know add, add, add cushion to uh you know the the feth price exposure right so so xeth from a from a system health and stability standpoint is uh, super important and uh you know it's been interesting to kind of watch sort of like as, as folks kind of like uh invest into uh these these two rebalance pools if which one folks kind of like have a preference for um and it's been very evenly divided, you know, ever since, uh, you know, we've had the, the launch of both the rebalance pools. And so it's uh, been pretty interesting to see. So, yeah. Yeah. How so, does the, uh, go ahead, Sam, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm actually uh, kind of curious on uh, like, how is the system uh, in general with FX, but also of course with uh, FXUSD, how is everything designed to be as resilient as uh, possible? Like what happened, like uh, right now we're seeing like uh, calm days or uh, pretty much uh, good days, I'd say. But what happens uh, when uh, the market becomes, uh, as we know it, like more, uh, you know, uh, we get unhappy. A big sell -off. Yeah. <laughs> unhappy is like, uh, how is the system uh, built to be able to withstand uh, these times as well? Can you say like a sell-off? Is that what you're saying? Like some some uh, giant, for example, like, yeah, like 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 if the market uh, all of a sudden like significantly crashes uh, for a day or a few ah. days or whatever, how, how does everything? Uh, how can someone who is like just you know 
hearing like the term stable coins for the first time and has no idea which kind of stable coin can be uh, like uh, more resilient than uh, the other but he likes the fact of hearing about a decentralized uh, stable coin how can you how can we uh, actually make him feel and uh, know actually maybe even better that uh, the money is just not gonna is just gonna stay there you know that everything is actually backed like and everything is resilient enough to to withstand whatever yeah I mean the, the system has been designed with a very robust um, you know stability mechanisms involved we have several layers you know uh, once the sort of the collateral ratio of the um, kind of that like for, for right now for FE like the backed uh, reserve tokens, Steve, um, if that ever gets down to where it's, uh, um, you know, on, only 130% in excess of the F token, you know, F, F ETH or FXUSD, then stability mode kicks in and that stops preventing, you know, the minting of F tokens. Um, it also allows for free redemption of X tokens. Um, there's also uh, incentives involved as well for, for folks to, uh, to mint X tokens. Uh, there, there's also sort of the, the, the stability pools then start to kick in, right, to, to bring the system back up above that. So it's the, the entire system is designed to scale up and down with these price movements. Um, additionally, on top of that, we have a double uh, Oracle uh, system that, that, that is tracking the price of ETH and, and making sure that, that any sort of, uh, you know, DPEG between ETH and STEETH or whatever LSD it is, um, if there's ever a 1% difference, you know, obviously the system kicks in and kind of locks, locks things up, you know, until uh, that, that differential is, is, is settled. And so no minting of FE or FX and it's all automated. There's no, there's no human involvement in that. That's really so it's cool. very safe. Yeah. And actually taking a look at the metrics so far, I mean, you guys have had, uh, nearly or about six months of, of data now uh the collateral ratio has really never dropped uh that low right the lowest I, we, we've never had a stability mode um mechanism event and i mean and, and arguably within that time you could still say that we were you know within sort of like the, the the end of like the bear market i guess i mean i don't know uh depending on who you are and what your arguments are but yeah. uh yeah, I mean, it's it, it's worked quite well for especially a, a system that, you know, is not, um, you know, massive or gigantic yet. And so uh, it, it's done exactly what it's needed to do. And, you know, the X tokens have, have sort of fed the growth of the F tokens and the F tokens have sort of, uh, you know, helped amplify the leverage on the X tokens. And so I think, you know, we've seen the product market fit and the system performing well. And so it's just been... Uh, really great, and now we're just excited to kind of like apply those principles to uh, FXUSD. So who's gonna who's gonna build on top of F of X? Like, what what sort of projects are are you thinking could use this? Uh, well, you know, right now we sort of have integrations in DeFi with some a bunch of uh, uh, well, I say a bunch, but several lending protocols, and um, because being able to utilize these tokens, you know, as as collateral. Uh, or borrowable assets um, has been, um, you know, quite a quite an unlock, and so I think I think you're going to start seeing that be pre pretty prevalent within DeFi. Really, I mean, really like the way that the XETH and FETH tokens are designed. I mean, you could set up a lending pool for XETH like pretty much immediately because you know that you're always going to be redeemed through the the protocol at a good price. You, there's no slippage, and uh, you know, it, it becomes much easier because that's one of the issues when setting up lending pools is, is that like, okay, like I can create a lending pool for this, but if there's not enough liquidity for me to actually redeem or like to sell into the LP, I'm going to get really bad slippage and uh, I'm going to get really bad price execution when closing those, those loans. But uh, with how the redeem function works, uh, it essentially allows for pretty much unlimited scaling of, of lending because you know that when you redeem, you're going to get exactly this much, and and that doesn't ever actually change. And there's no dependencies on these third-party LPs to to do that. One more thing, too, you know, we, we didn't really discuss LRTs, and obviously that's not uh, one of the main backings for FXUSD yet. But uh, FX will most likely here in this uh, short future be launching FNX pairs for LRTs that one day, depending on how big they are, they could be a part of the mix for you know, the backing of FXUSD. But 
there's a huge opportunity here for the LRT space uh, to grow uh, and to help FX uh, grow as, uh, as well. So I don't think that that's been part of the equation, but I think it's a big, big deal right now. We need more rehypothecation. Re <laughs> of, of course, it's DeFi. It's just what we do best. Just <laughs> daisy chain that ETH, baby. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I. So how many how many LSDs are going to be supported at the FX FX USD launch? Two right now. Right? So it's going to be a, a, a guarded launch, as I say, and you know we're trying to you know kind of like weigh all of our our options and making sure that. Um, you know, we have everything set up to make it as successful as possible. So obviously things will be be rolling out in stages. But uh, but yeah, we're, we're looking forward to, um, you know, we, we're having a call this this Thursday with with Lido uh, on Twitter. And so we'll be talking about their integration as well with it. Um, so um, so, yeah, it should be it should be pretty exciting. But yeah, ultimately, you know, it'll it'll be a guarded launch with, you know, um, with with Steve and uh, with Frax and, and we'll uh, we'll we'll be rolling things out slowly. But yeah looking looking forward to it so is everything always going to be on eth i know you guys have a bridge to move assets over to arbitrum uh and bnb chain but is there like native minting on those chains or is it just the bridge to move FETH and xeth over uh yeah we you know to to keep you know the system as um the decentralized as as possible we do all the minting on uh ethereum and so the the bridging will go we'll we'll take the assets over to the other uh chains but yeah the all the minting remains on ethereum right now yeah but we never know one day we might see effects on fraxel that's exactly what i'm uh yeah. it's a possibility yeah yeah i want to ask you about like, like let's expand this this uh, line of thought uh, maybe like when do you see this happening for example as a possibility and uh, also like what kind of benefits will uh, fxusd be able to both get and bring uh, to an ecosystem like the one being built on fraxtal or whether uh, we choose to expand on uh, any one of the other uh, l2s well i i think that you know right now we're focused on trying to keep stability and so like kmets was saying you know it's about being having a guarded launch and making sure that everything works the way it should for fx usd but if you can imagine a future down the road where you know uh, fx usd is paired with various stable coins on fraxel earning you know uh flux points um i can see something like that um you know, and remember, again, the more pairings we have outside of the FX system, the higher the APYs and the rebalance pools are. So um, there's obviously an incentive. Plus, we, you know, we want to be, I'm sure that, you know, and again, I'm not a privy to all of the conversations, but the idea to have uh, FXUSD on many chains is, is, is the goal because that's what allows uh, these uh, APYs to be, to be as high as possible and to incentivize LSDs uh, to keep minting and to keep bribing and uh, on these uh, various different pools. Yeah. I really like the the just set and forget nature of the FX protocol. Uh, you can essentially just choose one thing uh, by putting into the rebalancing pool. Uh, like let's say you've gotten a run up and you know you feel pretty good, you can just throw it into FETH and uh, if you ever do get rebalanced, you're going to go back in ETH and have that exposure again. So it, it really is a, a nice, easy product for people to understand and to to utilize. Right. So um, one, one little piece of alpha here, you know, I know that uh, I've mentioned it on some of the community calls that uh, we, uh, you know, I've been in talks with Trident um, and uh, they are uh, very interested in doing a pairing with PYUSD and FXUSD. And so that- Can you, uh, Vestor, can you maybe explain a bit for those who, who are not familiar, who exactly are uh, Trident? Yeah, Trident Digital Group is a, uh, is a the company that, that was hired by Paxos to uh, handle the liquidity side of uh, PYUSD. Um, so they're doing a lot of the DeFi stuff, you know, integrations with Aave and different uh, protocols across the DeFi. Um, you know, we we happen to be talking to them early on, uh, as early as a few months ago, when they developed, they created their curve pool. And um, I've been helping them with, uh, you know, trying to figure out what the best uh, structure would be for incentivization. And, um, you know, I 
even help them with the Prisma uh, emissions, you know, which I think is probably the low hanging fruit for them uh, being able to develop uh, as, as much TVL as possible. And so that dovetails into FXN because um, very similarly to Prisma, FXN is also gonna be, you know, a very, very hot emission um, and it's gonna be valuable for them. And since FXUSD is, is a stable coin, um, PayPal is, is, is willing to, or I should say tried it, is willing to give it a shot and do some co-incentivization with uh, FX. And what that allows us to do is, is you know, it's, besides giving, uh, you know, like I was discussing before, it allows uh, more FXUSD out in the wild. But besides that, it gives uh, a, a huge amount of uh, utility to FXUSD because now if you're holding that and you're earning, say you're earning 20% APY in the rebalance pool, you can quick swap to PYUSD, send it to your PayPal account and have it, you know, go into debit card and into your application. Um, so it creates a lot of utility for FX. So that, that's probably happening in the next few months as the FXN gauges get rolled out, but it's uh, it's definitely on the table. <clears throat> so so basically, so yeah. basically, just uh, to, to make sure I get it uh, right, you, you guys are basically saying that someone can actually, uh, will soon be able to mint FXUSD Start uh, deposit it and start earning uh, from it in a in a very safe yep. way. We we can say relatively a very then, relatively safe way. Earning ETH yield, yeah, plus and then FXN emissions, and, and then, then swap it to PYUSD uh, yield for PYUSD and pay for uh, some groceries uh, and stuff. Uh, on you got it, sir. Life. You got it, sir. Sounds uh, pretty good, man. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> So I do yes. want to bring up uh, this chart. This is the emission chart. That's financial advice, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do your own research. I mean it. So this is the emission chart. So we're at like, where are we? We're right here right now at 2024. So the majority of the emissions that are going to come over the next year. So if we're looking one year into the future, uh, the majority of the emissions are going to come through liquidity incentives. Uh, and then also back into Aladdin DAO as well, too. So I'm guessing all those tokens that go into Aladdin DAO stay there, right? Those are, yeah, those are locked as, as VEFX, max locked. Yeah. Max, and I mean, but they won't come out. They essentially go in. No. And, They're yeah. not going to the market. There, yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. And so, uh, liquidity incentives at like 18 months from now, uh, you'll see a uh, big boost that comes out for, uh, those liquidity incentives, the treasury reserve. So it seems like the majority of tokens are just going to stay locked for as long as possible. Uh, yes. and you know, when we're talking about the treasury and also Aladdin DAO, I mean, that covers pretty much like three quarters of all the FXN tokens. So there's not going to be a ton of actual FXN tokens that you will be able to buy on the market. Uh, no, sir, there is not. So not financial advice. <laughs> so like looking at, looking at this, there was the, the, I mean, if we're looking at 18 months from now. Uh, the actual liquid amount that's going to be out there it will be 190,000 for liquidity incentives, which will be free flowing. Uh, the IDO, uh, 100,000 from there, also the initial liquidity. So that's another 120,000 there. Uh, so that's about 320,000 tokens. And then. And you're, uh, not, and you're not taking into account anything that might get locked into yeah. CDX or into a stake DAO. But yeah. there is also the community booster uh, tokens, by the way, that are uh, slowly being uh, also uh, distributed. Yeah, I only lock community booster tokens, sir. Yeah, those those <laughs> also a lot of those that are that are coming out also have like a, a long vesting um, as well. Not the liquidity incentives, but it, but a lot of the other things do. Right. Um, and that's cool. that's very standard for all of Aladdin's protocols as as far as sort of that token distribution and sort of the emission schedule. Like like concentrator, like all the tokens are are out now, and the vast majority are locked. Uh, same thing with Clever. So that's kind of how we do things at Aladdin. You know, what's interesting about Aladdin, I'm just looking at the uh, at the chart, is that uh, right now the market cap for FXN is, is what? It's uh, 4 million. 4 million. <laughs> um, you know, the, the fully diluted valuation is a little bit bigger, but looking at the uh, Aladdin Dow price, uh, you know, it's sitting at a, a $10 million market cap and uh, they'll be capturing what? Let me go back and take a look at that Dune dashboard. 30% is going to be locked. Well, at, 
yeah, essentially at max emissions. So at, in 2028, uh, roughly almost, almost half. So like 40% of all the tokens go to Aladdin now. And so, um, I don't know, it might, there might be some interesting, like knock on effects from, by the way, I, I don't even know if people uh, know this, but, uh, outside of the community, but the ALD, uh, tokenomics are, uh, revamping and yeah. the, the total supply was supposed to be 1 billion and it's a, it's actually, uh, just, uh, a few, like a month ago or something like that. It's past that, uh, it's not going to be a billion. It's going to be 150 million, very close to what it is uh, already now. So, oh, I, so it's no. like fully, fully circulating already. <laughs> Uh, almost, yeah. Almost. Yeah, we so, should, by the way, you can see on CoinGecko, uh, I think if you're looking, that the the fully diluted, like it, it actually, it seems to be like uh, already wow. updated, that uh, that it's uh, that it's on, gonna, only going to be 150, wow. according to the way I calculate it, at least. I, I don't know, it just seems that, that this way to me. Although the total supply still says uh, like 1 billion there, because I think uh, they didn't update that. But... Uh, the public has the right to know, as they say. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the Aladdin token, just taking a look at it right now, uh, ALD token, it's earning 11%. And uh, that is pretty much at, at max circulating supply if you guys are reducing down to 150 million right now. So uh, yeah, just so just so folks know, um, you know, once it once, you know, it's it's still minting, it's still, you know, it's kind of a, an old rebasing model on the the X tokens. And so um, once we hit a 50, 150 million, the, the minting uh, capability will be shut off and the minter itself will be uh, burned that portion of the, of the contract. Um, and then, uh, which on, just to on, show, I mean, like looking at the coin gecko circulating supply, there's 148 million right now. So there's only like 2 million tokens that can be minted. Left. And yeah. And so it, we, we, we anticipate we'll be reaching 150 million somewhere here uh, within the next month and a half or so. And so, uh, so just that's sort of an FYI. And then on top of just like not only have uh, you know capping the supply at 150 million, we'll also be integrating VE tokenomics. And so, uh, so obviously, oh. you know, that's sort of like where the light bulb goes off of like, oh well, there will you know be some sort of you know uh, some uh, revenue sharing as well for VE holders. So I mean, you know, Aladdin has three very successful uh, protocols right now with Concentrator, Clever, and fx generating revenue so i mean you know you don't you don't have to put your thinking cap on too hard to realize what's going to be coming down the pipe for ald holders yeah yeah i i really like i really like the uh, fx idea because like it does allow for pretty much infinite scalability right uh, it can suck in all this staked and ETH and uh, you know the yield LRTs. Bigger, yeah LRTs pretty much everything can come into it and and Sam something we didn't really touch on but a, a very important point like one half fifty percent of the staking yield that goes to the rebalance pool goes to FX uh, Treasury so a huge amount of fees is going to be going to FX and then that subsequently goes to uh, CVX FX uh, and stakers or uh, staked out stakers too. So, and obviously VEFXN lockers as well. So By the it's way, a big fee machine that's being generated here. How much of the actual uh, fees uh, go to the VE holders with FXN, uh, for example? Currently 75%, am I, is that correct, uh, Kimmins? Uh So 50% of all the revenue goes to uh, the rebalance pool, right? And then uh, the 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 remaining fifty percent then gets gets split. So seventy five percent of that goes to the VE holders, and then the other twenty five percent goes to the treasury. Right, right, right. Cool. Well, very cool. I'm I'm really excited for everything, and I think that uh, FX is really primed with the upcoming launch of FXUSD uh, to see some pretty incredible growth. We're at twenty million TVL right now. And uh, when we have you guys back on in a couple of months, it uh, probably, probably will be at 100 million based on the upward trajectory that it's on right now. I think so. I don't know. Is it going to be capped or? Uh... 
Yeah, as I said, we'll have like a guarded rollout. So we'll do it very similarly to how uh, FETH is right now, you know, obviously to to, ma- to make sure we're maintaining system stability and, you know, everything's working smoothly. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, once we hit a cap, you know, we don't uh, we don't wait around. We, we're going <laughs> we're to let, let that baby go up. I mean, uh, you know, I, there's, there's only one way to get to a quadrillion dollars, man, and that's by up in the caps. Cap by cap, man. That's right. Exactly. Well, very cool. Uh, well, thank you guys for coming on today. Really enjoyed the chat. And uh, for everybody who is interested in F of X protocol, you can go to F of, or fx.aladdin.club and check it out. We'll have that in the show notes. Uh, additionally, you can go to the Aladdin DAO website at aladdin.club as well, too, to go see the other products that Aladdin DAO has, uh, which is Concentrator and then Clever, and then also their Aladdin DAO V2. And yeah, so uh, make sure to go and follow CryptoVestor and KMATS. Uh, Most def. They have the best Twitter content. No, man. Uh, You know what? Uh, I think that uh, ever since uh, these two got involved, especially in the last few months, I think uh, CryptoVestor got uh, more and more excited about Aladdin and its uh, projects. And... uh, I'm pretty sure that so many people have heard about uh, Aladdin uh, just by following uh, CryptoVestor these uh, past few months. He's really been uh, everywhere on X uh, and on uh, other platforms as well, actually, uh, spreading the news, whether on public or whether on direct messages, pretty much uh, to the, the whole world. Aladdin, Aladdin is one of the, is a very, very, it's a great community, a great community of people. Um, a lot of bright minds and uh, happy to be a part of that and uh, looking forward to this launch and helping this thing grow as much as possible. Very cool. Respect. Yep. And Kamet needs needs no introduction. You know what I mean? Just look at at that honorary llama and uh, you can figure out yourself. (laughs) I'm jealous jealous of that llama. Realize who this gentleman is. Well, you're very kind, sir, and I'm just I'm just happy to be a part of it and, and share the, the the good news of uh, Aladdin and FXUSD that are coming down the pipe, and obviously to welcome Sam into the into the A team as the newest uh, you know uh, yeah, contributing sure. member, obviously. So uh, should, it's, a, it's a non-paying position, Sam. So uh, we thank you for your volunteer work. So we should make him an honorary uh, A team uh, member or something like that maybe have him on as a guest at some point absolutely yeah. we'll get him like a captain's hat with like scrambled eggs on it you know <laughs> <laughs> can be pretty good and by the way follow us at the A team A team defi uh, as well uh, doing a lot of a lot in uh, content and some interesting stuff uh, beyond that even uh, just make sure to f- make sure to follow us if you're interested and uh, Sam thanks a lot for uh, hosting this one yeah Brilliant, definitely as always man. Always yeah. fantastic you, job, sir. Thank you. Ha- Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Amen. Amen, everyone. Go buy some flowers. <laughs> <laughs> financial <laughs> advice. That's our only yeah, financial yeah. advice today. That's, That's life advice. Life That's, life advice. That's not even for the book, but just, just about finance. <laughs> no. All right. Thanks, guys. And we will see you tomorrow. All right. Take care, guys. Bye, folks. Bye, everybody.